you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. That's hooey and applesauce. Three words for that. Ooh, blah, and blah. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Oh, it's gangbusters. Hi and hello, football fans. Your old pal Dave Dave Damashek here. Welcome to episode 12 of the Dave Damashek football program. Over the moon, of course. Did you hear? They resolved this lockout thing. If you didn't hear, they did. And uh, and so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm very excited about doing it. Matter of fact, Necktie Milner, the producer, I want this whole show scored. I want underneath us all, I want NFL films <laughs> music playing the whole way through, if you please. And even if you don't, please, that's what I want. Now, first of all, welcome to the show. Once again, our old pal from NFL.com, Adam Rank. How are we, Rank? Hey, Dave, thanks for having me. And like, sure. I, like you said, I'm fantastic. Who doesn't know, though? I'm up on cloud nine is where I, I don't know, because I'm up on, I'm, I'm, matter of fact, cloud 10 is where I am. I don't know what's happening down on earth. My feet have left the ground. I don't know if everybody's heard the news. I imagine they have. I imagine so, too. So what should we talk about today, Rank? And welcome also to uh, to Necktie Milner, our producer. How are we? I'm great, Dave. I'm just now, going through the NFL Films Library trying to find some music for the I show. I want it. I want it the whole way through, bub. 
Start it. Spin it. Let's <laughs> let's make it. And it'll be gold no matter what we talk about. Whatever hooey and applesauce we spit out, it'll still sound good because, uh, because uh, you know, that music will be underneath us the whole way. Because football's here. Football, football, football. Like I said, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think it's telling that in every other strike or lockout that I can uh, that I, I can recall in my lifetime, you always hear fans, and it's always empty, but, you know, it proves to be empty. But you always hear fans calling sports talk shows and stuff saying, I'm, you know, I don't like all this. I'm never going back. You know, I'm not gonna, they're not going to get my money ever again. Goodbye, baseball. Goodbye, basketball. But you never, didn't hear one person say that. because of, What? You, you speak that. Not one person? I didn't hear anybody say it. Not you, a single person said that. Who said it? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you. You know what? I'm, so, I'm still reeling a little bit. I'm still a little bit upset. I'll tell you what. I am not buying tickets for the L.A. football team this year. Uh, That's how upset I am. Oh, you stinker. He doesn't know yet. He can't accept it. He can't accept the truth. Don't worry. By uh, all the rumblings, it sounds like uh, Los Angeles will have a football team as soon as maybe even 2012. But start it. If it's in downtown, Rank's not buying tickets, though. That's what he said a couple weeks ago. That's right, yeah. Did I say that? Mm -hmm. All right. Then I'm not. All right, listen. That's for the future. Don't you see we have the here and now to discuss, fellas? Football is just about here, and it's the greatest, well, greatest, most exciting week, certainly, in off-season NFL history. Perhaps the most exciting week in an off-season in sports history. Is that, uh, that's not hyperbole, really, is it? I mean, this free agency happens every year, and contenders are distinguished by what they do in free agency in most seasons. But mm-hmm. since it's all condensed in this week, a month or so out from the from the kickoff, it's it's especially exciting. I mean, you know, it, usually I don't have the raw feelings, the bitter feelings I have cuz free agency comes so soon after the Super Bowl that you right. get angry when 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 your guys leave your team. Like, how dare you do that? I thought you mm-hmm. loved our team and now you've moved on. Now we have enough distance from that. We're also excited about football. This this is engaging stuff. It feels like what we do, what we're all going to be doing with our fantasy football teams in the next couple of weeks. Why don't why don't we do this every year? Why don't we move I free? Love it. I I like the idea. I know Jason Lock and Fora would be upset for me even suggesting this, but we should have this week where you put it all in, and, hey, make it, you know, make your decisions now. You give everybody the summer, you scout, you figure out what plans you want to do. You have the draft, you know where your team's weak, you know where you need to upgrade. Let's do it this week because it's been fun, it's been exciting. Because otherwise, it just carries on too long. And we got we hear too many reports of this guy might go here or this guy's. Vis-. I'm done with that nonsense. I want the here and now. I want the hot stove type of action. We should make this happen every year. Get yeah. the commissioner on the phone. It's positively gay. I love it. It's 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 loads of fun. And uh, and, and so far, it's all the the AFC teams, the contenders, or several of the AFC contenders, are really making the big moves. And you know, as a fan of uh, of the Steelers, I don't really like that uh, the rivals for uh, a bid to the Super Bowl. In, in uh, February, I guess. Where is it? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. See, that's, these are the things I have to get caught up on again. I forget. You know, your mind goes blank when when there's fear that they're not might, might not be a season. But all right, now I'm back in, uh, on board. I'm not complaining. I'm sorry. I almost I complained, but I'm not. Com- I, it's got to be a complaint-free week today. I feel like you know, no podcast complaints. We got football. Okay. Are you sure? That's really not my style. Should I leave? I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it off. I don't don't know how I'm going to be able to do it. But like I just said, I'm not even bemoaning the fact that the Jets 
who, listen, the Jetropolitans could very well have, the, the feast or famine that this week has produced is really personified by, by the Jets. Last week, you figured, if they don't keep Santonio, they somehow lose both Santonio Holmes and Braylon Edwards, they're doomed. Forget them winning the Super Bowl, as Rex Ryan uh, foretold in, in summertime. Yeah, they, 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 I think they would not go to the playoffs. But now that they have Santonio, so now mm-hmm. there are rumblings of Randy Moss, and we'll see what would happen with him. But if they also get Namdi, they become the favorite to go to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. Is that correct? Is that going too far? Except no. that now Albert Hainsworth going into the stand next to lining up next to Vince Wolford, suddenly you ain't running on, on the Patriots any longer. Yeah, and that, that defense is, is their soft spot, obviously. And, and now you're not going to be running the ball on them guaranteed, right? Yeah, that's such a great move for them because when you look at Albert Hainsworth, he was unmotivated in Washington. But now you go to a team like the Patriots where every vet, every vet that goes there always seems to perform. Belichick, for whatever reason, always gets the most out of these guys. And now Hainsworth's going to be motivated again. That's kind of bad news for your Steelers. Well, listen, yeah, it's a, it, it, but it, but the intrigue of that rivalry grows even greater now. Jets and like I like we talked about last week. What if Randy Moss goes and is lining up against the Patriots this season? That'll be a lot of fun too. But look, so we're going to talk about all that stuff, all these big moves. They continue to happen. I assume necktie Milner, you'll keep us up to the second, up to date when uh, when these things Breaking happen. News happens. I love it. We got the we got the uh, we got the TV going for us right now. So as soon as anything happens, like we see Sidney Rice has agreed to terms with the Seahawks. We heard about that on uh, on Wednesday, and I don't know that I love that move what for Sidney yeah. Rice. I mean, I mean, I, I, that's the place where wide receivers go to die. It's the, somehow the, the curse of Steve Largent. Anybody who's <laughs> who's come after him, have they had a productive receiver? Even, even the guys that pull Steve Largent's number out of the rafters, like Jerry Rice did. Oh, I forgot about that. Was that like that's the worst? That's an outrage. I can't believe And what do you say if you're Steve I didn't Steve know what you Largent? were talking about. Yeah, that's but outrageous. What, what do you say if you're Steve Largent, if Jerry Rice, who you probably think is okay, and he comes up, hey, uh, can I have your You're like, what? Steve Largent says, uh, like, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to my elders, so I'll let Jerry Rice wear that. <laughs> but it's like if you own a truck and somebody asks you to move, you know, they catch you in that thing like, hey, uh, what are you doing this weekend? You're like, I don't know. We're going to go grab some beers. No, actually, I need you to help me move. Like that kind of, like, how did that <laughs> conversation go? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it, it is a creepy move on Jerry Rice's, the arrogance to, to, to say, yeah, I know you're the greatest player in the history of this franchise, but I'm Jerry Rice. I get your number, right? Speaking of numbers, we have to do it, Rank. Okay. We're going to dig in. We're going to be fluid this whole show here, you understand. And uh, But but we do have uh, our business that we tend to. This is episode 12, and like we do, we always discuss what player wore that number best in NFL and sports history. I'm going Terry Bradshaw, and I don't care what you or anybody else has to say about it. Tom Brady doesn't get the, uh, doesn't get the honor. At last count, Tom Brady had three rings. T- Terry Bradshaw had four. End of story. I'll say you. He had four. Oh, that's right. What do you mean? He, well, that's right. You forgot about that? I forgot the about it. The fourth one came against the Rams. Yeah, Maybe you remember that game. I know. So what if what if the Rams had won that game? Would Terry Bradshaw be your number one guy right now? No. But he did win that game. But so what, is, what does that mean? <laughs> and so Roger Staubach, I guess because they went head-to-head, he cannot be given the nod there. Roger Staubach never beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, Ken Stabler? Ken Stabler. 
How is Ken Stabler not in the Hall of Fame? I agree with that. That's a fine point, but that's a different discussion. Aaron Rodgers, by the way. Does Aaron Rodgers, that's the intriguing question out of out of this number debate. If it, if it were not uh, 2011, mm-hmm. what if it were 2021? Will we then be saying Aaron Rodgers, clearly the greatest number 12 in NFL history? We could be. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. I don't know. That's like, yeah, we, we, we could, might be. I don't I mean, know. No, listen. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. You don't be the guy who's don't like, you be no, the it's guy. the flavor of the month. you got to talk about it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he could be. But hand, me, still, hand me no, the no, blaster. No, no. Hand me the blaster, Milner, because it. I am there ready. I am ready. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sorry. Oh, no. One more person mad at me. Ooh, I'm so scared. Listen, let me tell you something. Don't be this guy who's like, oh, look, Aaron Rodgers just won. He could be on his way to fight. No, let's wait till he wins it. Like you said with Tom Brady, he doesn't have four. He has three. Aaron Rodgers has one. Let's let's let him get one more. One more before we start even approaching. I'm not asking. He's so far down the pecking order. I'm asking you for your opinion of what you think is is to come in his career. I'm not asking you to... I'm, I, I, anybody could sit in here and be like, well, he might be, but he might not be either. You know, I could see it either way. <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> How do you think Aaron Rodgers? Aaron, talk about it. Aaron Rodgers, best quarterback in the NFL. Talk about it. Well, I think well, he set himself up. I think he's going to go... The Packers got to be the favorite, and I don't want to be one of those guys who, oh, yeah, you know, the, the Super Bowl next year is going to be Pittsburgh and and Green Bay. I can't stand when the so-called experts just roll over last year's Super Bowl, or at least the guy, who, the, the team that won it. But this year, I agree with you. It's it's hard to go against the Packers. Against the Packers because they had so many injuries. They barely made the playoffs. I think they might win the division this time. So let's work on winning the division. I think they could do that. And I think, you know, if you look at the favorites of the NFC, easily. Well, that's, that's one thing I, I do want to get into is uh, is uh, a discussion of our contenders. I mean, listen, everybody's obsessed now with the individual players. But, of course, what that leads to is, as I said earlier, who are the contenders now? And I don't think that there are a lot of moves left to be made. The, the pecking order of who you favor, like I say, if Namdi goes to the Jets. I think they do become the favorite to come out they of the They have to be. They have to be. I thought, you just said, I thought you just said five minutes ago you don't know about that when I asked you about that. They might be. But then, then again, well, they, they might, not be. They well, might listen, not be. Listen, I'll say this. If the Jets win all of their games and win all their playoff games, then I see them going to the Super Bowl. But they might not. But, but they, 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 they might not. But they couldn't. I mean, we got to wait and see. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do it. You know what? What I, if what if Peyton Manning signs with the Jets? They'll be the favorites. Can we do I that? Didn't, you I didn't play ask, that? Everything is you know, so fluid. They would you be. Don't, they would be. Yeah, everything is so fluid. We don't know because obviously uh, Michael Lombardi said earlier today that now the Texans, and this is Thursday morning, the Texans are in the lead for Namdi. Hmm, which changes things up. I agree. That doesn't make them the Super Bowl favorite. It certainly would make them, a, a, I, I think, a legitimate contender. Everybody loves every offseason to pick the Houston Texans for the last half dozen <laughs> years. But I do think if they get Namdi this year, then they this legitimately, I don't think. Well, Wade Phillips, too. And that's the, that's right, the biggest I thing. I, you and I are on the same page on that one. I think that he is. Resigned Leinert. I think <laughs> I think they're I think they are they are poised to strike in the in the AFC uh, South. I think they're gonna if they get Namdi, they'll do nothing less than win the AFC South. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, you know, there's the questions about Peyton Manning's neck and so on, you know, all that. He's not jazz. practicing. Right. I think that, uh, yeah, the, the the void of Jeff Fisher, you know, Hassel. But we're going to talk wait, about it okay. all. We're going to talk about it all. A couple of things, though. So, all right. Aaron Rodgers, my point is this. I'm going to make a bold statement here. Okay. And say that he will win at least one more Super Bowl. Okay. And will one be will enough? He be, will, yeah. Will he, will he be better than... I'll say this. He will go to the Hall of Fame. How about that? Wow. I'll go so far as to say he's he's going to the Hall of Fame. His, he's going to Hall of Fame. His numbers, and let, listen, unless unless he gets conked on the head and his career is ended. So you're saying he might go? No, I'm saying. He might, but he might Maybe. Not. He might. I, unless he gets hurt. Unless he gets hurt is okay. a valid caveat to lay out. Is it? Yes. You know, if Matt Stafford hadn't uh, missed the last couple of years of injury, he could be on his way to the Hall of Fame as well. That, is, that is not. Listen. Please don't play games. Now you're being silly. Yeah, no, you're both, I'm being silly. You're both being silly. No, not rank. No, you not are. Rank. Yes, you are. Ow! That's what you get. Don't tell me you're not being silly on top of your your cockamamie stuff. I'm making my point here, sir. His numbers indicate that he's well on his way to the Hall of Fame. He now has one ring. If he gets one more win- ring, he's, he's, you know, essentially he's a guaranteed. Like Jim Plunkett. He's the only one not in the Hall of Fame with two rings. Save Ben Roethlisberger. Who's eligible? Who's eligible? So uh, you got because you know that that would have come over on Twitter. Hey, you know uh, Tom Brady's not in the Hall of Fame. I, I, okay, we get it. Right. Um, Bob Greasy. Yeah. I'm surprised. Of your fans? Bob Greasy is surprising. He's in the Hall of Fame, right. but Snake Stabler ain't. Yeah. Weird, right? That's a little strange. Yeah. Is Earl Morrill in the Hall? It of Fame? It goes to show. See, two rings for Greasy, one for Snake, and that's uh, I guess that's uh, that's the distinction there. Jim Kelly, Joe Namath, who often the more in the last five years, there's been this uh, backlash against him that Joe Namath is is maybe the most overrated QB right. in, in, in history. But you know the bum knees and everything else and had those uh, spectacular moments. Of course, Staubach, like you say, Doug Williams, but it's, it's Jerome McGinley, and other sports. Jerome McGinley, John Stockton, Robbie Alomar, the new Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of which, you and me, we're jumping on an airplane, a red eye next week. We're flying out to uh, to Ohio. Yes. Are we flying? We're flying into oh, into the city of Champines. Yes, we're going to Pittsburgh. Flying into the banks of the Three Rivers. Oh, it's glorious. It will land as the sun rises on on the uh, on the gorgeous skyline, the brawny skyline of Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. PA. We'll touch down there. We'll jump in an automobile. And we're going to do a uh, a travel log podcast next week, also with some video elements. Wow, I, I believe, right? That's going to be great. We're going to go to Canton. I'm going to wear a gold blazer the whole weekend, <laughs> just to see if anybody calls me. I'm not going to have the seal on it. No, 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 but a gold jacket. Yeah, just I'm going to wear a gold jacket just to see. You know, I, I don't know. Rub elbows with. It. I'm going to fit in a little. Have bit. you gotten it yet? <laughs> no, where do, you, where do you pick one up? The Burlington Coat Factory? What do you do? I don't know. Well, obviously they're churning them out. I don't know if they make them in my size though, because they're all they're, they're all probably triple XLs, you know, for for the NFL players. Well, Chris yeah. Hamburger wasn't a big guy, so I think they've got to make at least one your size. Yeah, Lynn Swan, not the biggest fella in the world either. Yeah, all right, maybe they'll they'll be able to accommodate me. Jan Stenerud, <laughs> you know, he he wasn't a huge guy, so. Um, 
So, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to kibitz with all the Hall of Famers. We're going to rub elbows with them. I, they're, they're talking about uh, Danny Marino maybe uh, sharing some uh, some time with us next really? week. Yeah, that'll be great. That'd be awesome. Hey, really? Where are you? No, I'm excited. I'm just not used Am to I, having so, I'm not used to having guests. So, wait. I'm the one who so, – so I get contacted to be said, like, hey, you know, we might uh, – we might be able to get you, you know, Danny Marino. We might get you Mean Joe Green. And, you know, I'm swooning with with each name. Jack Splat Lambert. I'm going I'm going Gaga. Tony Dorsett. Everything. I, I'm going crazy. You, in the meantime, are apparently... I don't ever hear about these, but you legitimately are getting emails from uh, 280 Park, the uh, commissioner's <laughs> office. Yes. About, office. about some of your content, right? Here and there, yeah. But, I mean, I'm not... But, <laughs> I think people imagine if you follow me on Twitter at Damashek or you follow Rank at Adam Rank, I think people think we must be cracking wise about this, that you don't actually get these. But you actually do get slight little reprimands. Hey, you shouldn't talk bad about uh, that owner. You shouldn't talk bad about that player. You should watch your tone when you talk about this and that. You're a bad boy. You're the bad boy of the NFL. The commissioner is actually setting up a town hall meeting this afternoon for all NFL employees here in Los Angeles and films. It's really just to address Adam Rank's behavior on the podcast. <laughs> we want everyone who is affiliated with the NFL Network and NFL.com to be in there, except you, Adam. Is that, is that, was that the memo? I didn't know we had a town hall meeting. <laughs> well, really it was a need-to-know basis. Where are we going to hang wait, out? Hold on, is that for real? Yes. Because they, they invited me to lunch at 1130. <laughs> They're like, hey, uh, they there's a nice little place in Culver City called Jackson Market. They're like, yeah, they got a sandwich for you over there. They gave you a coupon to Subway, a $2. <laughs> yeah, go get yourself an early lunch there, Rank. You've earned it, fella. <laughs> hey, um, so what are we going to do? I've never been to Canton, Ohio. Oh, uh, there's a lot of it's. It's actually a really fun event. It's a real good town. I know you don't really care for Ohio. I like Ohio. I like the Midwest. I like being able to go to a Buffalo Wild Wings or a Lincoln Lizard. Put down $5 and actually get two beers. What's a Winkin' Lizard? Winkin' Lizard. It's a great bar in the Ohio area. There's one in downtown Cleveland and there's Ooh, one in Canton. Been there. The Winkin' Lizard. Winkin Lizard. That Lizard. sounds good. That sounds my speed. I, I'm, I, not, I'm no stranger to wings, sir. I know uh, how to eat wings. It's great. And they have this wide variety of beer. And if you want to go and you want to have one of Handsome Hank's favorites, the Hobgoblin from across the seas, it's great. I love it. Listen, I like I to love- uh, maybe see. Here's the thing. This is why not I don't think uh, that's like on page one of the commissioner's uh, fan <laughs> conduct policy. I don't think he, he smiles on you boozing it up. It's, really? it's on the town hall agenda. The fan conduct okay. policy requires me when you when you I've never seen when a you o- li- when you're overserved in the stands, and I assume you know in, in, in the NFL Network hallways too. When you're overserved, <laughs> I'm obliged to report you to the authorities. Maybe this is what happens. Maybe this is why you get reprimanded. Is this the bad idea? I don't I don't know if it's so much that. It's that I do that, and then I get on Twitter to let everybody know what I'm doing. Yes, you brag on But it. I understand. I mean, I understand with all the, you know, because the NFL does not have an official beer sponsor, so it's irresponsible of me to even reference it. I see. All right. Well, there's fair no enough. beer commercials so, on TV. The stadiums don't sell it. I should be. I should watch my tone a little bit more. If you see, so if you see, if you see a bald headed, what you're doing there? 
If you see, Thank you. That's you see, sarcasm. You see a bald-headed, uh, heavy sort walking around next to a, uh, a handsome devil with a, uh, a little uh, flesh yarmulke on the on the back of his head uh, in my... a gold jacket walking around Canton next week. Come up and say hi, won't you? I think Vic Carucci gave me a new floppy hat with the Browns logo on it to, to commemorate his move. You won't wear that. Road. You won't wear I'm that in. and share a car with me. Oh, yeah, I will. I think you just heard my statement, and I stand by it. And you certainly shan't walk the uh, the streets of Pittsburgh, PA, for even five minutes as we get our rental well, I can't, car. I can't be in Ohio with an Angels hat, considering what happened on Wednesday. I don't like what happened. The Angels, Urban Santana, Magic Santana, shut up. Actually, no hit the Indians. Yeah, listen. The lockout's over, and you're talking baseball. We'll talk baseball later in the show if we have time to, sir. We'll get to that in a mo in a little while. We're talking ball. Oh, sorry, we're talking like ball. Ker- like Kerwin and uh, Tim Ryan do on uh, on series, you know, like right. talk, talk about it. Talk about it. Stri- the, the lockout's over. Talk about it. You know, Kerwin's going to be at the Hall of Fame. We should try to we should chase him down. I know. I want to kid it to him. I like his uh, X's and O's talk. Yeah. He's a he's an earnest sort, you know. He likes talking X's and O's, you and he's and, and he looks like a soap opera star too. Yeah, he looks sure like that. the guy from The Young and the Restless. Yeah, he's salt and peppery with yeah. his, his mustache, wonderful mustache. He's what a man should look like. Talk about it. <laughs> now, all right, listen, we're talking ball right now, so I'm looking forward to our trip out to uh, to Canton. Just for the record, I don't dislike the state of Ohio. I resent this about them. Now, first of all, the Hall of Fame is in that state. And they're so close to the city of Champaigns, where six uh, Lombardi trophies reside. Doesn't it make sense for the Hall of Fame to be there? No, Isn't it on the, no. not in Ohio? The nope. Bengals and Browns with with zero crowns between them. Why wouldn't it be in the place where football started? Listen, here's what Ohio has going for it. The Ohio, the greatest thing that the, the the greatest thing that state has ever had is the Ohio River. That's where all its commerce in the 19th century came from and Pretty beyond. Boring. Listen to what I'm telling. It's the Ohio River, right? Yep. Where does it form? Well, it forms when the Allegheny and Monongahela converge to form that river. Where? And the, in Pittsburgh, PA is where. We, can, we need to change the name of that river. The only thing they have is what forms in the state of Pennsylvania. It needs to be changed to the Pittsburgh River. We're also the, changing the Lemieux River. We're also the changing Lambert the name river. of the, the Mississippi. River? We're changing the name of the Mississippi to the the mighty Dakota? I don't know. Listen, I'm not worried about that. That's not my business. What is my business is talking ball. Yeah, and I want to and and here to help us do it a little bit. The man who comes from across the sea, the man who started out as a uh, young English lad watching his his brand, his his nation's brand of football, but now he's won over by our version, the game of pigskin. You know what I like, handsome Hank, about uh, about what the English. Call football. They call it gridiron. I like That's that. That's right. I love gridiron. that. Gridiron. I think that would have yeah. been if we could go back in time. If I had a time machine, that would be fix number one to gridiron. American football. It would just be called gridiron because that, that is a, it's a cooler name yeah. for sure. Yeah, it's a man's game. Yeah. Gridiron. Hey, listen. Why don't we change? Talk it to into the microphone. Dave Damashek. Dave. Gridiron program. Ooh, not a bad call. Well, we'll see. Now listen, handsome Hank. We love to bring in here, usually to read tweets. We haven't spoken with you in the last couple of weeks because uh, you were again across the pond visiting your homeland for a little while during the lockout. Now we don't have a tweet for you, but Raiders head coach Hugh Jackson made a comment, and uh, I'd like you to read that for us, if you please. And and we have handsome Hank do it because his elegant tones put 
ridiculous statements in the best possible light. And he tries to he tries to salvage them because they're 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 ridiculous when that the person says them or tweets them. But maybe, maybe handsome Hank can make it a little bit better. Go ahead. Okay, Hugh this Jackson. is from Hugh Jackson. Why not us? Why not the Raiders? We're trying to win a championship. It's what I talk about. It's what I believe. I don't know anything else. I know some of you look at me and say, man, this guy must be crazy. No, I'm not, because the first place we're going to beat people is in the mind. (laughs) Wow, there are so many places to jump in on that and interrupt you. I like the rhetorical questions. Why not us? How about if I answer it? Uh, Because Jason Campbell is your quarterback. That's why. Because, uh, Because the Chargers and Chiefs are definitely better than you are. That's yes. uh, uh, reason number two. Yeah, because you're because you're going to lose the best player on your team, Namdi Asimov. Uh, you know, uh, th- those are the first three answers. I, we, we look at this guy. Do we look at him and think he's crazy? After that statement, yes, I do. You have no chance of going to the Super Bowl. It, I, I like the notion that you know you always hear it in in February and March when it's baseball season. Now this is the time when everybody has a chance to dream about the World Series. But not always. I like the idea of that. But, of course, in the NFL, that is not the case. Really, do teams, do the Royals dream about the World Series? It's right now. You know you know your team sucks early on. And there's a handful of teams that can win it. The, the obvious big three with the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Phillies. The Angels have a shot here and there. Teams like the Giants, the Rangers come up here and there periodically. But you know, but, the, but no, wait, you know you yes. have no chance. I understand. The NFL is completely different, where teams change so much from year to year that they do have a chance. And what is Hugh Jackson supposed that to is say? Is Hugh Jackson supposed to say, you know, we're not going to win, we're the Raiders? No, like, say nothing. Expect? Say nothing. They ask him about it. Like, hey, what do you think? Uh, you know, we're all right. Meh. You hate it? You just got upset like five minutes ago, like, don't no, I have an opinion? Hey, listen, fella, have an opinion. Hey, that's what he's doing. He's sitting there. He's like, somebody asked him, he's like, I think my team can win the Super Bowl. If you don't think your team can win the Super Bowl, why are you even playing? Listen, because here's why. Here's what Hugh Jackson, for his own sake, he shouldn't be saying. Say something. Say the usual rhetoric about... You know, we're going to take it week by week. We're going to give it our all. We're going to give it 100%. And we'll see uh, We'll see what the scoreboard says at the end of the day. Say something inane like that for your own sake if you're Hugh Jackson. Why? Because now he set the bar high. And if he comes in underneath that bar, then he's a disappointment. He's he's put himself. Listen, it's like do you, this. Do you think you're going to fool Al Davis? Like Al Davis is going to be like, oh, he, he didn't tell me we were going to win, so it's cool. Al Davis fires people after two years with if you win or not. You just don't set the bar high like this because look, in my family, you know, I never send Chris, I, I never send, uh, I never send birthday cards. I don't, I don't generally make birthday calls once in a while if I think about it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll pick up the phone. Hey, happy birthday, Aunt Roberta. You know that kind of thing. But usually I forget about it. I don't get around to it. But I see I've set the bar low. Now, one year, about 10 years ago, my parents, I'm a grown man. I I don't know why I still expect my parents to call me on my birthday, but I do. So one year, it's like 930, 10 o'clock at night. And I realized my parents haven't even called me to say happy birthday. I'm a gray eye, you know, I'm, I'm I'm their child, you know, their pride and joy, supposedly. And, and they don't even take the time to telephone me. So I pick up the phone and I say, Where, where's my birthday call? The day's almost expired already. And, and they say, oh, we, you know, we were going to call you in just a little bit. You know, we, we just didn't get around to it yet. I was outraged. 
Mo Damashek, my mother, says, uh, who, who are you to who are you to say anything? You never call anybody. You never send a card. Good. I said no, because I set the tone long ago. I set the bar low. Now when you get a call, joy, because uh, because now I've I've gone I, I've exceeded your expectations. You understand what I'm talking about here? Yeah, I'll take this one, Dylan. What? You didn't set the bar. You're inconsiderate. You're needy. And, and you're selfish. That's what you did. And you I, have, you, I have two points on that. And you, one. Know what you, and you know what you are? A jerk! Thank goodness we had NFL film music under that story to just make it so much more dramatic. The second point, if a reporter asked him... How are you going to do? If he said, hey, we're going 7-9 to nine this year, you're respecting Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackson for this? I think I just told you a couple of minutes ago that, that the answer isn't 7-9. and nine. You <laughs> just say something innocuous. You can't, I, you, you uh, just don't, you, you, you be vague. Hey, listen, we're going to, no team's going to outwork us. I'll tell you that much. That Say something like that. That know, sounds good. Why not us is a pretty good vague. Uh, hey, what, what about Every like, week, whoever lines up against us. If we have more talent, if they have more talent, one thing I can guarantee you, no one's going to outwork us. That's a, that's an answer that, that your fan base gets behind. What about going the Lou Holtz route? Like, no, no. That maybe's like pretty good. Yeah, I don't like that one either. You have the best team in college football. Like, I don't know, Utah State. Yeah. They've got some weapons. I don't know. As we go, I mean, they, I, you know, I, I don't know much about them, but look at them at film. They're a well-coached well football team. Where's the... I, I can't do it. I'm not an impression. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not a football team. You can do a good rank impression. But yeah. uh, but don't we get upset, though, when teams, when coaches come out and they do the the thing, the coach speak, like, hey, Hugh, what do you think of this? Hey, listen, the only thing I'm worried about is it's the first quarter of the first game. We win that first quarter, then we go on to the second quarter. And we do that, we win that, and then we go to the – you know, we get upset. And we're like, you know what, I hate these guys. They don't say anything. You have interviews with them. You're like, this guy said nothing. I'm sick of it. Well, we make you fun of that. But when Hugh Jackson come out, I, w- I, I, I don't mind mocking him. The Raiders aren't going to win for all the reasons that you said. I don't mind that he says it. I'm glad somebody says it. I mean, with deep down, you want these guys to come out and say things like that. Well, listen, no, for his own sake, he shouldn't say that. That's he's, my point. He's the coach of the Raiders. He obviously doesn't care about his career path. He's setting himself up to fail. Yeah, good point. What I do admire about him is, or whoever's responsible for it, I like that his name is Hugh Jackson, and he spells it H-U-E. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's nice. I the like G-H that. takes a little Hugh, bit away. Hugh. That's terrific. So, um, all right. Rank. And that is better than Hugh Jackman. Your arch nemesis oh, from uh, the Super Bowl pass down in the And how does he spell it? I don't know. Yeah, oh, the wrong G-H. way. Hello. <laughs> no wonder you dislike him so much. All right, listen. Let's talk ball, fella. Let's talk ball about, forget the Talking Raiders. ball. I don't think the Raiders are a contender so no matter not gonna what. So they're not going to be in this. I don't think. In this con- do you do you imagine that they're, uh, uh, do you consider them a legitimate Super Bowl contender? I don't think anybody's going to outwork them. They might be, but they might not be. <laughs> well, the first thing that I observe when I look over this, and, you know, listen, it, it, again, we'll use the word again, fluid, um, is that, uh, you know, as these as these final pieces fall into place, some things can change, and the pecking order may change. But the contenders, as I see it, when I look it over, the talking- NFC is way better. The NFC has, at, at the top of it, I'm not, I don't mean teams that are going to make the playoffs. I mean teams that could win the Super Bowl. I think there are more in the NFC than there are the AFC. Consider, like we talk about, 
the Packers, for the reasons everybody has discussed umpteenth times, right. that they are, you know, that last season they win the Super Bowl in spite of all those injuries. A lot of guys moving into their prime rather than, uh, you know, on the back end of their prime. Absolutely. So for every reason that we've discussed. They might try running the ball this year. Listen, it didn't keep them from winning a Super Bowl. No, but I mean, like another thing. I know the idea that they may, you know, the the discussion about Ryan Grant, whether or not he'll be back, is is almost moot because James Starks looked uh, just fine running the ball for him in the four or five touches he was allowed. uh, You know, I mean, listen. They, uh, John Kuhn ran the ball for yeah. quite a bit last season, and they and they won the Super Bowl. So, um, so yes, of course they're in the mix. They're in the conversation. A team that I think is going to be great this year, the Saints. I mean, I know they lose Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush going to the Dolphins, but uh, I think that that uh, that obviously the backfield they don't have. The player, the the singular player that Reggie Bush is, because everything you hear from X's and O's type guys like Pat Kerwin is, is that he's a nightmare in what he does, the way uh, the distraction he presents, the fact that you have to gear your defense to stop him first and everything falls into place. But, of course, Drew Brees and all those receivers, and they're going to be able to pound the ball now with Mark Ingram to go along, whether it's Chris Ivory or, you know, whoever else they throw, whoever they put, Pierre Thomas. They've got uh, they've got plenty still left in that backfield. Although, I don't know, does Pierre Thomas move on as well, or is it going to be... I mean, but I don't I, think I, it matters. Yeah, I, well, I think Mark Mark Ingram becomes the feature back. Absolutely. And from a fantasy perspective, I think a dandy pick. Yeah, that's a, great. A, a nice like pseudo sleeper for you there mm-hmm. in that offense with uh, with Mark Ingram. But I love that team, and um, and I think the Eagles, I think the Giants, mm-hmm. I think those are four teams that are better Legit, than yeah. maybe than anyone in the AFC. And the Eagles were talked about in the Nandi thing, too, although we haven't heard them doing much, but I thought they had a lot of space. Well, they get, but but now they get uh, Dominic uh, uh, Rodgers-Cromartie. From That's true. Assuming that the Cobb trade happened. Because the Cobb so trade. Now, so now, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's, you know, it's it's not Namdi, but it is a dynamite corner now. So now they have two swell corners. Their defense is, is strong. And now it's just a matter of if Mike Vick makes it through the season healthy. I think everybody keeps talking about that, but it's, it, it's with good reason. He does get hurt a lot. Mm-hmm. His style of play, the fact that he's uh, he's about my size running around back there. He has, he has an arm almost as good as mine, left uh, of shoulder almost as good as mine. Right, so. almost. A lot um, of similarities there. Yeah, a lot. A lot of, a lot of them. A, a lot yeah. of similarities. Yes, yes. We're both, uh, yeah, I mean, the thing, yeah, he's got a li- he's got more speed than I have. I don't know. I thought your Madden speed was about 98. You have good footwork in the pocket. Though. No, I no, no. I, I, you might be confusing me with someone else because I've run the 40. I uh, I, I, uh, I ran a 6'4", 40. So I, I, what? The, but what I lack in foot speed, listen, I make up for it with and that I've gotten spades. That's why I think I don't get drafted. I still Nobody, haven't gotten a call. You haven't, got, you haven't missed a game to injury. No, and but I, has. I have not gotten a single phone call from a, from an NFL GM yet because uh, I assume because of my poor 40 showing. But, but that's the failing talk, of the well, combine well, is they, that they don't have a test for grit. That's what I have. It's the intangibles. Yes. You know, the, when, you, when you think about Dave as a player, it's the intangibles. And I'll tell you right now, nobody's going to outwork him. <laughs> um, on the uh, on the AFC side, who is the best team? Again, I think if they get Namdi, the Jets are mm-hmm. the Patriots. But you know, it do, it is it, it does bear repeating. They haven't won a Super Bowl in, in six seasons. As much as they're what they, happened, they're six, almost what always. Do they, what do they stop doing? That's hurting them. 
do you suppose? Mm. What what changed in their operation and their approach to preparing for games? <laughs> I don't know. I can't think of anything. I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, I think, good but, for I, you. You avoided being negative. You danced around it, but you didn't say anything. I think I the Ravens might be the, the, the best team. If I could learn that, though, I could probably get invited to these town hall meetings. <laughs> uh, don't you wait. I, I'm going to say the Hainsworth thing, to me, puts the Patriots at the top right now. Of right now, at the end of July, things can obviously change. I think that that's a huge pickup for them. I don't think it's going to matter early on because Hainsworth is still probably unmotivated, but now he's going to get into that Patriot system, and by the end of the season, and they had a young defense last year, I think they're going to end up being a pretty good yeah. team. I Worked think the with Corey Dillon. That's the that whatever their whatever Anybody. magic elixir they apply to to ne'er do wells who roll into their organization. They you know Corey Dillon. Um, Randy Moss Randy at least Moss. for a little while and so on. We uh, yeah, so so I, I think Hainsworth will be a great gamble for that team. And but I, but I say Ravens, Ray Rice, the cluttered backfield. Is, I think I think he has a a dynamite season, fantasy and uh, and real. Joe Flacco, a lot of criticism around him. Light a fire under him again. A little lightning of the load. No no Dante Stallworth, no Derek Mason apparently. Either, but I do think that uh, Anquan Bolden takes up. Yeah, no Todd Heath. Willis. At least well, a lot of guys. Willis was slowing down there. Yeah, but They I, but lost a lot of guys. The defense is, is going to be dynamite again, even though Ray Lewis continues to slow down. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the big issue for them is shut down corner, like we talked about last week. The, the conversation about eight years or so, ten years or so ago became left tackles, one of the three most important positions uh, on a team. I think now shut down corners in that conversation, too. I think it goes QB, of course. And then I think among ed- almost anything else, I think left tackle and, right. and shut down corner about the most important things you can have. What about and, the end? Pressure the quarterback. No, I'd rather no. have. I'd ra- you know what the thing. I, I think the Panthers, as a as a, as a matter of fact, made a mistake devoting that much money to D'Angelo Williams. I question yeah, the move in doing that. They just now they they bring him back when it's clear. I mean, you already have Jonathan Stewart. Right. That's a luxury that a team like that cannot afford. That seems like a go a, get defense. Yes, go or, get yes. everything. Get, yeah, get pretty much everything. Build up the line some. Yeah, but I mean, what about that though? Because you're talking about a shutdown corner. I think when you look at a team like the Lions and they bring in fairly to put with Sue and Vandenbosch, that their line makes their cornerbacks better because guys won't I, have as much time to throw the ball. Of course, there's a connection with that. The Ravens have have been a great defense in spite of having the likes of, uh, you know, or maybe a hair better than you and me in their secondary <laughs> the last few years. Ed Reed, uh, notwithstanding, but he's always been hurt. So, right. Um, all right, well, we got to wrap it up. But the Chargers, they wait. The Necktie's Chargers sign. giving us the wrap it up sign. The, we didn't even get the to the comi- running backs. It's the commissioner town hall that you know we have to go to. Dave. Wait, what? Adam's got a wait. Lunch, what's what's happening? Adam's got a lunch appointment. He's Can I throw one more well. contender for doing? you out of the AFC? What's up? I, I heard you say Phil Rivers and company. The bolts. Take your spikes. I'm gonna go right back with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with my pick. I'm doubling down on my AFC West pick. A banner pick that I was not hailed. I was not hailed for nearly enough last year. One year ago, who did I pick to win the AFC West? A Kansas team City everybody Chiefs. in America was laughing at. The, the Chiefs. Chiefs. Now it makes sense. But if you can get back in your mind to where we were last year, I picked the Chiefs to win that division and was right about it. Mm-hmm. Ingenious. I'm doubling down. They win it again this year. And with Stevie Breston now and John Baldwin as as more weapons for Cap, that defense is good. 
Jamal Charles, I've said before, I say again, is going to lead the NFL in rushing. He's going to beat Adrian Peterson, Chris Johnson, and Arian Foster and the rest out. He's going to be the number one fantasy running back this year, Jamal Charles. But those weapons that Matt Castle has, people talk about Matt Castle's, oh, I don't know about him. He's mediocre. Listen, all he has to do is not be wildly inaccurate. All he has to do is to be not... I hate game manager and, and so on. He's going to the, the, he has electric weapons now. They're Dexter McCluster. Wow, they're loaded on offense, and the defense is good. That that is, I think, in in a team. Uh, you know, the Raiders will be fine. I bet you they're no better than eight and eight, though. I know people are getting a little too high on them. You're not going to outwork them. And I think Why not the, the Raiders? And I think the I think the Broncos aren't going to be good. I think the Chargers. You know, we we get into this mindset that teams will never. You know, the Patriots because the Eagles, the Patriots, the Steelers. These teams are always in the mix. At some point, you have to drop off. And maybe it's time the Chargers finally fall a little bit from the mountain. You know, maybe there's some. Maybe this is the year that they actually, you know, have a. You know, I mean, I guess they have had some eight and eight seasons. But you know, maybe that they're not really the team that everybody's huh, come playoffs. Everybody fears playing the Chargers. No one wants to face them. Maybe not. Maybe not this year. All right, we got to wrap it up already. Next time, really, we're just getting into it. We didn't even get into all the the NFC. Oh, there's so many more players to talk about. Reggie Bush with Donovan Mc. Nah, but, and oh, we got to wrap it up. All we gotta, the tweets from you know guys? what we have to do? Oh, that's right. We have to get that. We didn't even talk about the franchise with the best running backs. All right. Well, that's it. We're going to two podcasts, and that's that. Talk to the commissioner, would you? We got to go to two a week. That's the only way to resolve this. He talks to me, but not in the way that's going to get us another podcast. All right. Listen. At Adam Rank on Twitter, Necktime Milner, your dynamite. At Damashek is how you track me down. We'll be back for more football talk. It's a pleasure to talk about pigskin, isn't it? Absolutely. It's just heaven. It's great. plum heavenly. All right. We'll look forward to doing more of that next week from Canton, Ohio. In the automobile as we drive there, we're going to record. We'll do some more. We'll kibitz with with the all-time greats over there in gold blazers. Oh, we'll go to that stinking lizard place or whatever you call it. Winking lizard. Oh, whatever it's called. I can't wait for it no matter what it is because you're going to be by my side. All right, more fun to come. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.